Hello and welcome to the One Percenters for 2021. I've got James in the studio beside me. We're recording our first ever episode. How do you feel? Pretty good, pretty good, Sam. I'll, I'll introduce you there. It's Sam next to me, and um, we're we're excited, aren't we? We are excited. Yeah, it's yeah. it's a long time in the making. Um, three weeks out, three weeks out yeah. from the start of the season, and it's uh it's getting very close. Business Bus- time. It's business yeah. We're, we're cracking. So we're cracking say, down. Yeah. Um, anyway, last season, 2020. It was it was tough. It was hard. There was a lot of manoeuvring, some juggling around. How did you find it? Yeah, it wasn't my favourite season. I'll be honest. Um, yeah, don't think it was anyone's. Yeah, side. I think twenty twenty one will hopefully bring uh, a lot more positives. But uh, yeah, there's some, still, still some yeah, just some to take out some smooth sailing would be nice. Just a bit of consistency. No hubs. That would that would be the dream. Yeah. Do, do you reckon we'll see hubs in twenty twenty one? I don't think so. You not, don't, yeah. No, no, we won't get too much into COVID yeah. politics and that sort of thing. <laughs> that, that'd be a drink. Yeah. Have it. Um, look, 2021 first impressions. What are your thoughts? We've got, we're talking about the DPP in this yep. first part. Yep. Christian Petrarca, now sole, sole midfielder. What, what are your thoughts on him? Uh, 631k, like obviously outstanding average last year, 117.5, and had a huge breakout season. Um, I was fortunate enough to jump on board nice and early and and reap the rewards, but uh, yeah, it's just too many. It's a hard price, isn't it? I won't, won't say too many question marks over him. I'll say there's just one question mark over him for me, and that's the scaling factor from last season. He plays. It, there, there's a lot of scaling factor being talked yeah, about on Twitter at the moment. There is, and that's that's kind of a, a one percenter that that we're looking at. It's, yes, uh, yeah, it will be. It's something that not all coaches will look at, but um, yeah, we'll certainly talk a bit a bit about scaling from 2020 has he been in your side at all not really may have come in at one stage yeah. early on but uh, it's sort of hard when it's a high price you lose that forward status you you just i i'm not saying you you don't know what you're going to get but it's just you don't want to make the mistake of not having that forward flexibility anymore yeah. I'd, I'd like to wait and see on Petraka. Yeah. i think that it, yeah he's a star and i think i think he'll be top eight top eight midfielder for sure but um yeah, I probably can't afford him at this point. Probably an upgrade target later on the season if let's, he dips. Do you reckon he can dip low oh. 600? It just it depends probably. on so many factors. Probably he'll dip below 600. If you can get him for under 600, I think. He's not the worst dip. start. He's not the, no, he, no, he can, no, he can, no. There's far worse options out there. So Absolutely. anyone that's starting him, go for it, I would say. Um, we'll move on to Jai Simkin. Uh, who, I love this guy. <laughs> you you, you love him. Yeah. I, I don't mind him. I think he, he could come into my side by the first round. Didn't have him last year. A lot of lot, uh, burned a lot of coaches last he year. He did. I think that's why people are staying away from him. Yeah, uh, yeah. I think you're probably right. Uh, let, what, what's his ownership percentage? Uh, it, I just know that he. Uh, There's a few different like we've been studying the ownership percentages and we found them very, very different to our Twitter polls, which yeah. we'll get to later in the yeah, program. We'll get, um, get to later. Um, yeah. Look. I'm, I'm starting. I really like him. Um, I think in a young North Melbourne side, he'll flourish. He really will. Another thing to discuss, I suppose, is that a lot of people are putting him up against... Uh, Matty Rao. Matty Rao. Yeah. yeah. So you look at Matty Rao with 55% ownership and Jai Simpkin still... 3.9. Just under 4%. It's, cr- yeah. it's crazy. It, it blows me away. Is it crazy? I, I, I think it is. I think it is. You've also when, got Tim, Tim Tarino at 450k who could average a similar... Mark. Yeah, look, I'm 
I, I am start soon. pardon. You've got big raps. I do. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm. I'll be starting. Uh, he hasn't moved from my side for a couple of weeks now. Not having the forward line DPP. Look, it it hurts a little bit, but. I have full faith in him. I wasn't burnt by him last year, so maybe I'll have that factor as to why I will be picking him. But um, Final question on him. What's his, what's his ceiling average-wise? What, what do you see him... Okay, well, in 2020, he, he, he had a few injuries, but he managed to average 93. Yeah. I, I believe he can push 105. And 105, to yeah. get him under 500k, if he can average 105, I'll, absolutely, I'll look back on that at the end of the season and go... Look, I'm, I'm very happy with you that You don't pick. think Taranto can average 105? Look, Taranto, he was in my side early on, and um, I was comfortable having him there, but um, no, no, I think Tim Taranto will okay. stay, stay in his mark. selection yep. among those two. All right, let's move on to those that gain DPP. Uh, Paddy Dangerfield, the first one up, so won't need to touch on him for too long, but he... In your side? No. He's not. Okay. No. Uh, 612K, just under 612K. Yeah, it's, it's a high price tag, but it is a tricky forward line. Yeah. And I'm looking for safety in that forward line, and if Dangerfield is able to get up for round one, I think I think he's a safe option, to be honest. He's a safe option, for sure. I, I just worry that that forward mid-split, especially when he won't be at 100% fitness and he comes back into the side... I'm I'm worried that that may impact his scores a bit, and we can maybe pick him up at that 550 mark around that first yeah. upgrade. Lot, there are a lot of concerns about him playing forward. Obviously, 35% ownership. So, yeah, look, it, it's that's a high high ownership. Yeah. I, I feel, um, but Rep- reputation based. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm not too fussed about him playing forward. A lot of people are, but he kicks four, five, six goals every now and again, and I think he'll he'll find his way into the midfield. And I reckon he's a real it was a real good pick at yeah, the moment. He, yeah, he's a 50-50 call for mine. Um, we'll push on to Josh Dunkley, who's... This is a tricky this one, isn't it? has been one of the questions of the preseason so far. All the, the, uh, all the Bulldogs players are yeah, questionable, yeah, I that's feel. Right. So he comes in at 560k. Um, 104 average. 104 which... average last season, obviously impacted by Magnets man, uh, Luke Beveridge. Yeah, Bev, Bevo. We don't like Bevo, the supercoach community. Nah. He, he's frustrating. Um, he is. Dunkley played in the ruck, in the forward line, in the midfield. Did he even play some defence? It's it's hard to tell. You you just don't know what you're going to get. And I, I mentioned before about the safety in the forward line, and I, I have no, I, I like I'm I'm just not sure where these Bulldogs players will I line up every week. I think there's a bit of talk week. that I think there's a bit of talk that they may uh, look to play him in a favourable position if they want to shop him around at the end of the season. So if he does to Essendon, hopefully. Oh, yeah, well, we'll touch on that a bit later. But, um, yeah, he he would be an interesting selection, I think, because you just don't know where he's going to play. And it, it, round one, if you uh, he plays on the Friday night, but if you see him walking towards that full forward mark you, or half forward... You're going to have a bit of a heart attack, aren't yeah. you? You're going to be like, oh, oh no. It'll be very yeah. interesting. A last-minute trade to uh, Dusty oh, Dust will play on the Thursday, but there may be other options. You'll have to there, find, so. yeah. So 30% ownership... Are you surprised by that? A little bit, yeah, a, a little bit. But I think he, he's he's got the history, and he's certainly not a, he's not a bad selection. No, no, no. I think he just he just comes with a bit of risk. For me, I think it's just a, a wait, wait and see. Actually, quick touch on Shea Bolton. Yeah. I think that I've seen a bit of evidence to suggest that he's uh, on ball numbers last year, impacted by Prestia and Shane Edwards being out of the side, and I just worry that when they come back in, 
he won't get that same yeah, opportunity. Yeah, yeah. I think he's a, he's, a, he's a very good player and he'll, he'll be a solid... Possible solid draft prospect, are we thinking? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would, I'd be a lot more willing to risk him in drafts. Yeah, so. I'd... Look, not for me, again, yeah. in classic. Um, I just... A, there's better players out yeah, there, isn't there? I did see a bit of discussion around this on our Twitter page the other day, but I just don't think he's probably... At 462k, yeah. There's no safety in that pick. There isn't, safety. there isn't. You, yeah. if... If he comes out with a few 60s or 70s early on, yeah. do you go up? Do you go down? Yeah. Well, who knows, yeah. really? Yeah. I mean, almost... you could you could go down to, say, a Rosie or a, or a Zebel, yeah. but then again, it's like... No you're exactly right. And you in in some aspects, risk is good in Supercoach, mm. but but like this, I, I find that picking Shy Bolton, an unnecessary yeah. risk. Yeah. And um, only, only 15 games last year as well, so he actually did miss a couple. Yeah, so. yeah. Look, you may even be better off looking at someone like Heaney around that price if you if you did want someone. I just find that a really ugly pl- price. It is, yeah. In the forward line. Oh, I can't justify it myself. Yeah, but, yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so uh, big document out earlier in the week was Azza Jules. We love Azza, don't yeah, we? We, do we love him. He's, he's, yeah, yeah, he's, he's good. A, he's he's great. a good contributor in the Supercoach community. And he... Uh, Bit of, did a bit of work for Jock Reynolds and if you haven't already check out that spreadsheet yeah, it, yeah. it's crazy it's crazy numbers it is. get your head around it it is fantastic oh, how, how much how many hours have I spent oh this week? you haven't stopped talking about yeah, it all week yeah. as of this as of that with yeah, the yeah. spreadsheet yeah um, it, it's yeah it's great well I'll let you run through it yeah alright so we're going to look at the good changes for it, it's kind of a mix this segment between his spreadsheet and just the general role changes from 2020 that we saw with some of our super coach relevant players so we'll start with Rory Laird first. This one doesn't need much explaining. He's a lock in my side. He's lock in lock mine in, too. Lock in most yeah. sides. So. He, he has to be. Yeah. He, he's, he's so good. I don't see him averaging below 115. Oh, season. neither. So neither. Big 564k. Take it to the bank. I yeah, don't care. Yeah. Just, in fact, I'm going to go as far to say as... I think, even though we're, we're huge Jake Lloyd. Don't, don't tell me. Don't say this. Huge Jake Lloyd. Rory Laird, number one defender at the end of the season. No. And will lose defender status by the end of the season. I, I, I'm not willing to accept that. I know you will, but um, no. Nah. But I, I love Laird. That's a huge call. That's my big What's call. Your reasoning? What's your reasoning? Uh, it's, it's a centre bounces. Yeah. I think yeah. He, he's he's the one in there. Him and Matt Crouch are doing the bulk of the work in there. I think Sloan's towards the end of his career. So. And now Brad Crouch leaving. Yeah. Like, I know. He, he's just, yeah, just going to get it done and, and has done in the pre-season games from all reports. So... Um, yeah, 80% centre bounce attendance in the final six rounds. That is pretty crazy. You're That's... hard pressed to find higher figures for centre bounce attendance. I think I think it's almost league. a super coach gift, really. Yeah, it if is, if yeah. you're listening, pick him. Just just do Don't, yourself yeah. a favour. Yeah. There's there's no reason not to. Uh, just get him in the side as we far as I'm concerned. We don't like to push selections too yeah. much. But no, but yeah. I'm going to push this one as far as I can <laughs> because I'm telling you, it's just he's, he's great value. He's, 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 he's a certified mid and uh, yeah, look, we'll... Um, We'll move on, Luke yeah. McDonald. Yeah, so Luke McDonald, a big, big favourite of mine. I had a close eye did like towards him. the end of last season and put him on the watch list for this season. And yeah, look, I've gone off him a little bit just because there's not much news out there about whether he's going to play the same role. There isn't, there's not much chatter at all. Seen little bits and pieces, but yeah. we know what North's like. They're not the biggest club in town. So um, yeah, at oh, 95.5 average, like that's underselling him. I think I know. It was you, you look at his numbers, you got 122, 136, 144, just all around. Am I right like, in saying it was 123 average from rounds 8 to 18? I think you're right on that. Yeah, like it's, that. Yeah. it's crazy numbers. If he picks that form up again and plays the same role, 
it's it could be a missed opportunity, but I'm um, so tempted to start. Yeah, Look, so tempted. I'm just it's slightly worried that they will flip his role around again, and they've got a lot of young guys there, so he may just be that guy that has to float give in way. different positions. Has to give way, so, yeah. Be the team man. Not a lock, but a strong consider. Let's go to Stephen May. This is an interesting another, one. He's another one yeah. of mine who I'm a bit of a fan of. He, a 507k? Yeah. Run me through those I sorts. like the price. Yep. Probably more of a uh, probably more of a risk I'm willing to take in draft at this stage. Yeah. But yeah. you just look at the consistency of his figures. It's it's Caleb Daniel-like and from is, round look, five onwards. Yeah, and if you, even if you look at round... Round ten. There's only two scores below hundred. Yeah. Like, to be fair, they are they are pretty ordinary scores. They are low scores there. 50, They're round more. killer scores. I'd call them. Fifty eight um, against Frio, but I think one of those games maybe he was switched forward late in the game just from memory, and he's he's obviously best twenty two. So you, you can't. And earlier in the season, a pair a trio of sixties. So that that's a little bit concerning. It, it does worry. Does it? it so have you considered him? Deeply, or you is it sort yeah, of just I one you touch on every no, now have, again? I have considered it. Yeah. yeah, I just think that he's probably not someone that's going to punish you as much as a Luke McDonald if you don't pick him. McDonald, yeah, if yeah, he gets correct. up to that round around that 115, 120 average, good luck getting him in later in the season. Whereas May probably won't get as as uh, much more expensive as five fifty. So um, let's go to Liam Duggan. Our final one. Our our final one. Um, look. 448k. Yeah. Um, it was in my side for maybe a week. Bit of tinkering here and there. Yeah. And um, I, I haven't settled on it. He's obviously a lot of people looking at him as a D4 option. Because um, I've seen a lot of sides this year. They're going three primos in the defence. And then that four mid 400k as a D4. Um, and I don't mind that. I, I think there's very, very good value in the defence this year. Um Look, Duggan, 83.5 average. It it doesn't screen pick me, but then you look towards the end and you, you, see, you see the tons. You see you've got around 14, 15, 16, all above 100. Um, uh, you, you can look at the numbers there, but it, I'm off him at the same time. It, it, as is, as his spreadsheets yeah. turn me around, because what I've done a bit of re- research and he didn't play any he didn't have any centre bounce attendances and centre bounce attendances aren't everything in the midfield because he can play up on a wing or something but we're hearing that he'll, he'll be playing in the guts and from his final two games where he had 94% centre bounce attendance and then 46 uh, 46% centre bounce attendances Say that again. He delivered an 84 and a 97. Which we don't like that. That's, it almost makes you think he's better off off half back or whatever yeah. that role change was in round nine where he put up uh, 115, which I think, yeah, it was his first time of the season. So if, you, like, if you're considering it, right, is his final five scores are great. It, are his final five scores worthy of yeah. 448k tag? It's a watch for me. I think yeah. I'm happy to buy him buy in at 500 rather than yeah. start do a bit of a Jordan Ridley type yeah. last year yeah. I, I got him in round round 2 round 3 best move uh, of my super coach career but um, that was pretty nice yeah it's probably the best one I made I didn't do anything else um, yeah Liam Duggan for me a pass at the moment yeah. I'm happy to still consider him look like I said 3 weeks out but um, seen plenty of comparisons to Dan Houston last year. Yeah, as well, that and, that was and, ugly. That, and that's got to yeah. worry you. A lot of people were uh, still burnt by that. So oh yeah, big time. Let's go to uh, 
bad changes is what we've got written down here, or we'll just say negative changes. Yeah, Nathan Fife. Um, Nathan Fife. I th- Fife is life, but I think Fife's had his Fife life. Fife is not life, no, yeah. He's, he's done. He's done he's his done, life, hasn't he? Yeah. Uh, 608K. Um, I th- for me, I, I look at it and you just go, there's better There's better out there. Yeah. Centre yeah. bounce attendance is down 20% last year. Score, average, similar trajectory. Uh, I can't remember it's the not, last time he played a full season. Yeah, that's that's my concern. Yeah. He puts up some serious numbers. He yeah. does. You got 143 round two, 166 round three. And you go, boy, yeah. five is life. Yeah. But then he misses a week with a leg injury or he misses a week. Five is not life. Yeah. Like It's so hard to have a 610k uh, midfielder who misses, say, three rounds. Yeah. You, it, it's tough. You get, say, deep in the season, teams may rest their big players, especially five who may have had injury throughout the year, and you're coming up to a, a must-win game in a classic league, and you go... I think the issue with Fife that I've noticed over the last few years, and those numbers don't necessarily reflect this, but he, because Frio start off in in relative form, and they they may be three and three by round six or two and four, and they're still kind of pushing for finals. They think to themselves, well, we'll keep playing Fife in the midfield, keep trying to push for that top eight, and then as soon as the mid season comes and comes around the buy rounds time and all of a sudden he's one week off turns into two and it's, it's frustrating yeah, and they, I think they just go yeah we'll just push him forward and he pumps out a couple of 120s from kicking two or three goals but I just don't it, it's a bit of a roller coaster, isn't it yeah, yeah it's it's tough uh, it's 608k I mean if it was at Cripps' price at 523 then you'd, you'd think go about it, it but, but yeah. For, yeah for me uh, he hasn't even first season um, that I haven't had him in my side at least once in the preseason yeah so. Um, but yeah, I think look, there's other options, isn't Walters there? Walters as well is the exact same scenario. <sighs> funny, funny. He, he was a lot more clear about about what he thought of going forward. And um, John Longmuir played. He's the very kids. vocal about it, wasn't he? he? Was, yeah. yeah. John Muir, Longmuir played the kids in the back end of the year, and Walters wasn't too happy about his role. Centre bounce attendance is down fourteen percent for the year, but I think you'll find it was quite significant by the last six rounds. Yeah. It's it turned, look he had he had a great start to the season. Yeah, you look yeah, at those numbers. That's yeah, that's about seven tons in the first eight games, and you go look, yeah, yeah, great player. And then towards the end of the season, those last six games, one ton. You know, if if Frio are pushing for finals, if they if they somehow turn things around this year, which they could with a young list, if they are pushing for finals, come round eight or nine, he may get thrown into the midfield and be a really good pickup mid season. Yeah, I, I can see that happening. You reckon? You reckon? Yeah, I, I could see, I could see that happening. Do you see Freo pushing up the ladder this year? I do. They've you got, got the Caleb Sarong, Sarong, Brayshaw, and Shera. Yeah, like, they can't be far it's off. It's such great young talent. Yeah, um, I don't yeah. know, and I, I really like John Longmuir as well. Maybe not from a super coach perspective, but he seems to be have his head switched on. So he does. Yeah, yeah. Look, I yeah. maybe I don't see Freo going up too far this year, but in the coming years, one to I watch. I think keep. Walters on your watch list. Yeah, and now we're moving on to the community thoughts. We've done a, a few polls in the last have, yeah. couple of weeks. This yeah, is all I'm James's on, work. Um, Walsh versus Taranto. While we're on the topic of yeah. Taranto, yeah, run us through how that finished up. Uh, so it was actually quite interesting. I, I kind of got together a couple of players in each poll that had similar ownership percentage. Um, on Supercoach, as you can see. I'm not sure if you need the premium version of Supercoach for that, but um, you can see what ownership percentage uh, the players have. And 
yeah, this poll turned out to be a bit of a surprise. Walsh had 59% uh, support on the poll, Taranto 33%, and then both 8%. Now, we didn't have a neither option on this poll. This was the first one that we put up. But if you look at Supercoach, uh, Walsh is actually sitting at only 10% of teams. Obviously, these we're talking about having the choice between these two. But yeah. basically, what the story is that Taranto selected in more teams than Walsh but on our poll, Walsh was more popular than Taranto. So it's interesting just to see the different mindsets of coaches out there. Maybe, yeah, it's something you've got to weigh up, yeah, the different opinions. Is Taranto getting pushed a bit more on certain websites that people are, that people find um, more interesting and, and Herald Sun and things like that? So maybe Tim's getting his message across nicely. He's getting that ownership up to 15%. But... Uh, yeah, it's uh, it, it's an interesting one. That one, I, I personally would pick Walsh over Taranto as well. I'm the same. I'm the same. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, uh, Walsh, next ten years, it'll be bloody good to watch, won't he, he? He apparently he's flying on the track. Inside sources, uh, fellow Supercoach community member uh, that's that's close to us is uh, he's got him flying, does he? Okay. He's called Alrighty. he's called it and said he's flying on the track and taking the piss were the words really taking the piss now we so, won't often swear um, uh, well, yeah, yeah it, it, it's worthy in, in that instance um, yeah so t- make Take it that what you piss. will okay that, well look it, that that gets me a little bit excited yeah. about Sammy Walsh I think he's he's a great great young man and um, look five years time we'll, we'll, it'll just be an automatic lock in our yeah, team I reckon the only no thing, matter the, the only price thing that does concern me and it shouldn't really be a concern because these numbers are so strong in the back end of last year, but his centre bounce attendances were down 27% from his rookie year. And I just find that interesting, or at least the back end of his rookie year, as Azza has put out on his spreadsheets. But yeah, I just find that interesting whether um, whether they see him as that inside mid or whether he's going to play that wing role that may fluctuate his scores a little bit. What, what do you see him averaging? He averaged 101.1 in 2020. What, what do you see him averaging? I in, think uh, conservative this estimate would be 105. Yes, yeah, you're going to push it that. It probably yeah. doesn't tempt me enough. I think he's capable of 110, but whether I'm willing to risk it at that price, yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm just not just, too sure. He has been in and out of my side. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, he's an interesting one. Now, the next poll Jackie Zebel v. Joey Danaher. Now, talking about Danaher, it hurts as Essendon yeah, supporters, both yeah, of us. Um, um, we don't. Yeah, we're we not, don't like to talk typical, about it. We're not the typical Western supporters. We're not going to complain about free kicks every week. So no. please, please do tune in and, <laughs> yes, and yeah. don't write us off just because we're Western supporters. <laughs> yeah. But Jack Zebel, uh, he came he, in. He at, took out. The he came, yeah, he came in at thirty four percent. It was quite close for a while there, and it, and it did finish close. Zebel at thirty four percent, Danaher twenty six percent, and both, both of them at twenty percent, and neither at twenty percent. So. Honestly. I think the community is split. It's fair yeah, to say. definitely, um, and you can tell by their their ownership uh, on the Supercoach website. Both of them sitting at thirty one percent ownership. So, uh, yeah, is I'll, is Danaher in your side? He's not. He's not. In, he's he's not in my side, and I don't like big tall forwards in Supercoach. Yeah, now, the I've I've only ever picked one. That was Maxi King as a rookie last year. Um, yeah, look, I'm not going anywhere near Danaher. Zebel, I'm still tossing up, but um, Zebel's a lock for me. Yeah, he, he is a lock. One, he's a lock for wow. me. Wow. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Uh, we we did hear some good reports. Two halfback, two time top six forward over the last oh, four or five years, I think it is. And yeah, if he gets out, he's he's almost like he's very 
uh, easy to compare to Heppel, I think. Uh, they're both veterans who find the ball and they'll be able to, yeah, they'll be able to rack up enough of an average. So I, I think he'll, if he plays, that is my only concern. If he plays... I think he will. Well, obviously he'll play, but and the half if he right. plays seven to eight games, he'll easily be up to 400k yeah. by that by that stage. And we're just, we're just reading out this David Noble statement. He says, how much research Zeebel has done on the role? It sounds like he's really committed yeah, to yeah. that half back. That's what you want to say. Yeah, it is. And you he's obviously very excited about the role and I think they'll reflect in Supercoach yeah, scores. Yeah. No, um, I, think, I think half backs are really and I actually oh, one of the, my burn one of my burn men from last year, Devin Smith actually. Oh, uh, not Devin. Yeah. Not Devin. We I don't just like held him. on to him and held on to him and, and he went to that half back role and picked up his average um, only slightly only yeah. slightly but it was it, I think it's a friendly role and something that I'm actually considering Heppel now because yeah I just think it's it's quite friendly but anyway Dunkley v Dusty was the this is a very very interesting it one is, I don't agree with it I don't, don't I'm, no, I'm, I'm frustrated by the results if I'm honest yeah 53% say Dunkley 18% Martin both 11% and neither 18% yeah. 53% of the poll has Dunkley in the team. You look, again, you look at the Supercoach website, Dusty in 43% of teams, Dunkley in 30% of teams. It's, so yeah. what's that telling us? So, uh, whether there's... The Supercoach community must just know more on yeah, Twitter. Yeah, maybe the ones that are following us are just more of the premium kind of coach and they're, they're, they're wanting that extra... Uh, I don't know, they know something that we don't. That, you, but, my question for the community, right? Are you not worried about where Dunkley plays? There's no certainty about... Which position he lines up in, round one, yeah. and for me, well, let's let's not have a dig at the supercoach. No, 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 I'm not, I'm not, I'm I'm just asking for their feedback because I'd love to start Dunkley. Like, I just want, I want answers basically. I think if Dunkley was closer to 500k, he'd be in my side. But at 560, I just see, I don't know, I don't know if I can afford it at this stage. Um, I can probably find a better option down back or in the midfield maybe but yeah he's he's not currently my side I do have Dusty now, I think you have as well for those tossing up whether they've got they want Dusty in their team he's averaged below 100 once uh, since 2013 and he averaged 99.5 in that season now he doesn't necessarily produce consistently massive scores but he's, he's going to be a top yeah, 6 forward star. let's yeah. Save yourself a trade at the end of the season and find a way because there's no way. I think oh, the yeah. argument with Dusty is maybe he gets to that point where he will drop in price. Set. He usually has a, a point a, around each season where yeah. he drops just below he does 500k slump a little bit. and you can pick him up at a nice price and not have been burnt too much. But I think with the lack of forward premium options this year, he, I would say his ownership's gone up quite a bit and, the, and that poll may have delivered different results if we did that today rather than a week ago. But uh, yeah, so we've got another segment here, the one percenters pod. The biggest pod in your side right now. Do you want to kick it off, Sam? And I will. I you've, will. You've already we, been a big rap for him on the Twitter page. I was, yep. Yeah. And um, I did I did a one percenters profile for yeah. him, as you all would have seen. Yeah, the king of the profile. Yeah. Jaden Shaw. Now, 2.3% ownership. I love that, right? Well, saying you, you updated that this morning. Oh, 2.4%. So, so the community must be listening. Yeah, they must They're be listening, listening to me. And yeah. um, look, I think he's 25. Um and he, he won the Richmond Best and Fairest. I I just think... 
I know there's good value. There's, you've got Caleb Daniel around that price. I think with with this sort of ownership, I'm willing to take that risk and just... There's rumours Basham Hawley might not play round one, whether he play what sort of role he plays. Um, two, yeah. two questions for you. Yeah, go ahead. First question, will he hurt us if we don't start him? Um, no. No, I don't. And the reason I say that is because I feel like he'll be a bit like Jordan Ridley, where you'll have a couple of weeks where you'll be able to pick him up. Um, yeah. So, so, so what no. price do you see in maxing out at? Oh, because what, if, if you're yeah. going... So if you first of all look at project and average for him, so what, what, what could he possibly get up to average-wise? Look, averaging 96 last year, I reckon he pushes 105. I really think he does. And you know what? He might, He may not end up being one of my top th- three or four defenders, but that at D5 or D6... Jeez, I know I know it's a risk. I know. But I don't, think it, I don't think it's a risk. I just think that it's almost too safe of a selection. Too safe of a selection? If, if, he was up, wow. if he was up forward, I would say, yes, lock him in because he, there's there's not many options up there. Yeah. Down back, I think... You're, 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 so you're, have, you, have you gone near him all season? No, or, no? Haven't, haven't okay. gone I, And I did like your profile, but it didn't sway me. Yeah. yeah look, and look, I said he had a small ceiling. Actually, Isaac... Um, Isaac, I think, what's his name? Wanger, Wanger 27. 27. He, he yeah. was in front, uh, whale oil beef hooked. That's that was right. it. That yeah. was it. So he was number one last year for quite a lot of the season. He likes him by the look of that he Simpsons. He does Jeff. like him. Yeah. 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 And look, Jif or Gif? Jif for me. Really? Yes, Jif. Yeah, yeah. Not sure um, that, that's another thing. We can put a poll up yeah, for that. Yeah, yeah. Um, look, Dylan one. Atkinson, he kindly pointed out he scored 169 in the grand final. Now... The profile was just looking at his classic scores because obviously 169 has no impact on his uh, on his 2021 price. But I like that. I, I like think the thing with proven. final scores is that if we're going to go off final scores, Dusty is a must-have because he just shows up every final. And for game. me, for me, he is a must-have. Well, yeah, we've already touched yeah, on that, but yeah. he he shows up every finals game. Players delivered. Sp- Better results in finals, but it, to put in short, so oh, bit of put in short, yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. So just go with that. Um, yeah, so let's just say that finals shouldn't influence yeah, your decisions. But for the yeah, look, it it doesn't influence influence that decision that much. It's just nice to know that he's he's had a big score. Yeah, I yeah. was worried about his hundred twenty. All right, onto my pod. This your pod. Um, look, pod and right here. whoever's listening, don't laugh. Okay, how don't many laugh, how many just... likes did this tweet get the other day? I think right. this, this you, one got big traction. I suggested to our fans that. Nick Hind was a big prospect don't this laugh. season. Don't yeah, don't laugh. Don't be sitting sixteen there. likes. Don't be sitting there with your earphones on yeah. or driving on the yeah. way home. They might have turned it off by yeah, they might have, yeah. They might have driven off the road after <laughs> yeah. hearing that. Yeah. I, I nearly did when I So heard. Nick Hind at at lunch catch up on Twitter had him in their top five for the intra club yesterday. Obviously intra club's not everything, especially at Essendon. It's not hard to feature yeah. the top five at Essendon as we <laughs> No, know. it is not. They rank Langford yeah. best on ground, so yeah, that's, it's definitely that's why, not, yeah. not hard. So he's going to return to that halfback role. We actually watched a bit of him in the VFL in 2018. Being he, he was bit, great. Yeah, was especially really in the final series. Yeah. We just said, don't worry about finals. So that's... Yeah. No, maybe but still... I'm eating my words there. But yeah, he's definitely in Essendon's best 22, in my opinion. Really? Yeah. He, he uh, finds that spot? Yeah. Yeah. I, I was actually... Is he competing with anyone? You've lost Adam no. Sard. Well, um, yeah, he's, no he's, Sard. We've shipped him no, off to Carlton. Yeah. Um, 
and it'll, it'll be Heppel and him on, on either flank. Yeah, that's um, nice. Yeah. Positive for Essendon fans, actually. I, I think yeah. it is good, yeah. But let's not, let's not push that Essendon yeah. fans up too much. We don't want to lose I get many, excited. I get excited. We don't excited. want to lose too many, uh, too many listeners. Um, yeah, so 0.2% ownership. Is that wow. a pod or, or... Now, that's unheard of yeah. for, for selecting a player. And obviously that tweet didn't do much for his ownership percentage no, either. No. So not as much as my Jaden Mixed short, reaction here. Supercoach City, if Nick Hind averages over 85, I'll eat my hat. That's a well, strong comment. That's a, it is yeah, a strong comment. It's large. Um, don't mind it, Supercoach yeah. City. Uh, Nick is an excitement machine and a terrific recruit back to the Dons. Watch this space. You like Graham. Graham. Yeah, that's a great I do comment. like yeah, Graham. Yeah. He seems like he's got his head screwed George on. Supercoach. George this Supercoach was a big rap for him. Said he averaged 111 in that season in the VFL. Uh, I know it's an awkward price, 330. It's, if- it's, we talked about it before. Where do you, We talked about it with Scheibold. Where do you go if he doesn't perform? Do you go up? Do you go down? I think you go down. Yeah, 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 but and you can go across to a Rosie if you can free up a bit of cash, or you can go, uh, you can go down to a Zebel if you didn't have Zebel. But I just see him being a bit of a Brett Bewley type, and and in twenty twenty one and another Tim Mitchell, one, Tim Brett Mitchell, yeah, Tim Mitchell's. Uh, we, we love Tim. Tim and Azar are two of our favourites, and um, Brett Bewley. He did the job for his owners in in twenty twenty, and he put. I think he gained about one hundred and twenty k. Might have been a bit more than that. As Dave um, points out, though, he was a hundred k cheaper. Yeah, Dave in at in Supercoach. Yeah, um, him a follow. Yeah, he's he's got some good content as well. He reckon, he said Bewley's a hundred k cheaper. I don't know if that's entirely accurate. I think it was about sixty or seventy k cheaper. Yeah, but still, I just watch this space with Hind. Really, I think. Okay. At minimum draft option. Okay, and so if you if you start me in the team, we'll get to about round four, and I want an <laughs> apology to all our Supercoach community who may have followed your advice. Um, just just quickly, Kyle take Langford. With a grain of salt. Always take my yeah. advice with a grain of okay. salt. Okay, Kyle Langford, just quickly. Lunchtime oh, catch-up, oh, SNN podcast. Oh. Go check it out if you haven't. If you can get Langford cheap... Supercoach. If you can get Langford cheap, do it. It'll be... Draft only. Draft only? Okay. I would, you'd want to have some serious balls. Yeah, I don't think I have them, to yeah. be honest. Okay, well, we are running out of time a bit here, but so we're going to get to we the are, we've final, on a bit, final we? segment. Uh, we like our segments here on the Yeah, we do, yeah. You'll we're always hear us using that word. Uh, the 1%'s final call, we're calling this. So I, I came up with the idea that I was doing a bit of research. If you ever see detailed numbers on our Twitter, it's it's the work of James. Yeah, it is. Uh, you're you're more the Excel man. I am looking yeah. at those one percenters, point five of a percenters, if anything, they're that small, and and I I like to I like to get behind them. So this one was looking at the last yeah, so the last two seasons, twenty nineteen and twenty twenty. Now, if this doesn't make sense, we'll try and explain it a bit clearer, but. In the last two seasons, only three of the top ten scorers on total points from this previous season missed out on the following season's top ten total point scorers. Yep. So I decided that what we should do is pick our seven from last year's ten and then add three that will go in. Okay, yeah. so So once you've wrapped ahead of <laughs> Why don't you explain this to me like I am an eight-year-old? Pick seven players from last year's top ten that will play in this, that will make it to this year's top ten. Add another three, drop three out. Okay, so your segment, you'll, you'll, you'll go up, first. Yeah, yep. you'll pick it up as as, mm-hmm. as we work it out. All right, so in order for me, Lockie Neal, 
Max Gorn, Asterix, if he plays... No, we're not having Asterix. Oh. We're not having Asterix. You go all out. Okay. I'm not having Max Asterix. Max Gorn, Clayton Oliver. I've brought in Rory Laird, who, as I mentioned earlier, is ahead of our man's uh, Jake Lloyd. That hurts still. I, I just think... I just think it's going to happen. You'll regret it. You'll regret it. I might. I might. You will. Write it down. Do it like the guys do on the TNT with Chuck Chuck writes down his predictions at the start of the season and they check at the end of the year. Guaranteed. I have a segment for that. We will. We will. Okay. Uh, Paddy Cripps to find his form back. Brody Grundy, not entirely sold on him, but let's chuck him in at what what have we got there? Number seven. McRae. Um, yeah, so Cripps was an inclusion, by the way. So obviously wasn't in the top 10 last year. McRae to hold his spot. I think that McRae won't suffer as much as everyone thinks he will. And I'm really... That's a big call. Yeah. Really? I, I just think that if you look at, again, as a spreadsheet, this yeah. will be the last time I mention it, I promise. <laughs> if you look at his spreadsheet, his center bounce attendance time really altered last year. And a lot of podcasts you listen to, a lot of Twitter sites you see... They say his front end of the season, back end of the season, were impacted by more time on the wing, more time in the forward line. It just didn't happen. Not if you look at, not if as his numbers are correct, it just didn't happen. Which so they are correct. They are oh, correct, yeah. yeah. So it it's a bit of a myth going around, and I think that they need one stable midfielder to keep their spot the entire year. Trelaw's probably too injury prone to be that guy. Bont's too good, he can go up forward. Bailey Smith too young. Lockie Hunter's a winger. Obviously, McRae will play a bit of time on wing, but I just think even with the reduced interchanges, he can run all day and he's the man. So 650K, you could you could get a lot worse and it's just going to be weighing up how many of those 600K plus midfielders you can fit in your side. So he's in there. Sorry for that long explanation. That's okay. Zach like Merritt also. Oh, I've just seen you've crossed Zach Merritt out yeah, at the last yeah. minute. We, we'll get to that in a sec. But I just think... His back end of last year increased centre bounce time and took over from Shield, who they reckon. Did I hear the other day he's going to be spending a bit more time forward? I'm not sure about Merit? that. Yeah, I know Shield. Shield Shiel would be spending a bit more right, time. Right, right. Yeah, which, I think I did say that in a tweet. Yeah, yeah, and also uh, obviously with Heppel now out of the midfield and, th- and things like that. You wonder Deb why Essendon. You wonder why Essendon play their players outside the position. It, yeah. it frustrates me. Yeah, and Deb Smith's a backup. Put forward, him in the midfield. So, um, yeah, anyway, I think that frees up a spot for him and he can go at that 120 average that he, he saw last season out with. And then to finish it off, Christian Petrarca, who I think will... He ranked number seven last season on total points. I think he'll, he'll drop back to about 10 just with a bit of scaling and changes and things like that. So that, that's my call. So at, in summary, uh, in lead Cripps Merritt, out... Steel, Bontempelli, and Danger. Um, I've kind of explained Bont and Danger already. Steel, I just... You don't like him? If I had a number 11, he'd be number 11. Put yeah, okay. that way. I th- right. I th- he's a similar situation to Petrarca. Okay, and and that was in order, yeah? Yes. So, you haven't gone you haven't gone, gone number one. And, and I find it fascinating um, because I'm just looking now. He played 14 games out of 17... And he only finished 300 points, 300 odd points behind Lockie Neal, who played all 17. But who's going to say he's going to play all 22 oh, this season? No, no one it will say that, but I'm just saying, if he does, right, he's oh, he's capable of... He'll of get rested once two games. You reckon? Yeah. Okay. One or two? 
two. You reckon he'll... Okay. Not not necessarily in a row either. Yeah. I think, yeah. I, I just think... Oh, I can't even think of who's back up Ruck at Melbourne, but I just don't think he'll play all 22 games. Too much for him at his age now. Okay. Uh, well, anyway. Uh, Gorn, number one. My boy Lloyd, two. Now, I'm hurt, I'm hurt by you saying that Laird will finish ahead, ahead of Lloyd because I just think he'll finish second in points. And I just think, look... He finished five points behind Jack Steele in 2020. Now, Jake Lloyd, I love you. I really do. And you're finishing second this oh, year. I get some generous scaling from champion, though. Oh, yeah. Bit, look, oh, he... Get, him the first half of last season. Oh, it's painful. And anyone listening that doesn't have him, He's pick him. One, Just pick yeah. him. Just Lloyd, pick him. Lloyd, one, two. Yeah. He champion data's baby, honestly. Yeah. Um, Oliver is number three. Uh, I, yeah, he's... No, Star, not. yeah, you know what you're going to get with him. Lockie Neal, number four. Now, that's Jeez, interesting. Yeah, Lockie Neal, number four. That's my big call for the year. And we'll look back on that in, in however many yeah, months' it's, time. There's your one for the segment. Yeah, nice. look. Um, yeah, I just... Reasons. My reason is, towards the end of the last season, he he didn't... I didn't find he had a big of an impact, super coach-wise, Um as, as many would have expected. You, you see 55 in round 17. That was tagged by Ryan Clark. And you see 72 in round 13. Another tag. And yeah. I feel like teams just... I read Zach Jones, actually. Yeah, I feel like teams just will tag him a bit more this year. And I'm not prepared to say he'll go... I know, I know, I know. And I'm not prepared to say he'll go back-to-back top score in Supercoach. And look, I'll pick him. Of course, I'll still pick him. Um, again, if you haven't got him... Get him inside. The only way he misses out on number one or two for me is if he misses injury. injury. Okay. Yeah. All right, that's fair enough. Just a magnet. That might happen. That yep. might happen. Yep. Okay, and you've got Grundy, number five. I think he'll rebound. Again, um, Gorn, Grundy, Ruck combo. Get get it done. Yep. Um, now, my three inclusions, all in a row, uh, is six, seven, uh, seven, eight. No, six, seven, eight. Yeah, there we are. Um, Tom Mitchell. Now, he comes back. He's, he had a rough injury. Um and I just feel like he's had a little bit of an interrupted preseason, but I feel like if he gets up for round one, uh, he'll be in my side. Uh, yeah, I like look, it. I yeah, like you it. like it. Yeah. yeah. Like now, just as James mentioned before, I crossed out merit and put in Cripsy. Now, not sure. Um, Seems like a very late change. Yeah, it does. I mean, just number seven. I just I find myself merit was in my side for about a month as Supercoach opening, and I just. Yeah, I don't know whether he's... You're being, like, swayed by price here? Because not Look, price I just had a thought, and there was rumours that Zaki Merritt was possibly seeking a trade. Whether... Is he happy at Essendon? Will will things boil over at the end of the season and his mind's just, taken off the uh, game? It worries uh, me. Potentially and you know, in the back end of the season. Is he playing for another contract? That, that could benefit him. That benefits yeah. him, in my opinion. But if he doesn't want to play for... If he has a slow start to the season and he goes... Nah, Essendon, goodbye. I'm at Carlton next year or wherever. Does he go? Does yeah, he okay, conserve himself? Tries not to get injured for a really juicy contract yeah, at Carlton. Yeah, that, that, look, that's that's my reasoning. Now, Lady comes in at number eight. Oh, number eight. Yeah, this look. This is an interesting pick. And look, I'm not going to get the top ten right. I, 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 it's it's hard to predict. But um, look, yeah, lock him in your team. Great, great player. Uh, and Dangerfield and Steele to round it off. Pretty self-explanatory. They they just can't play. So. You, you know, if you select him, you know what you'll get. You're right to go. Fair call, fair call. Um, yeah, just a quick one on our... Uh, price our drops tweet. Yes. Price drops. That, that was, was yesterday. That was a big one, actually. I, I was... 
quite pleased with the amount of attention that one yeah. got. And I just thought, uh, even General Soreness, our man General Soreness, who finished, was it fourth last season? I believe it was fourth. Correct us if we're wrong. Terrific super coach player. Yeah. Uh, he highly advocated for the numbers that we were putting mm-hmm. up. Basically, just had a look at Gorn, Neil, Lloyd, and Grundy, for those that haven't seen the tweet, and uh, what numbers, uh, what super coach price drops they had had over the last three years. Basically, I, how cheap they had gotten. Yeah. I feel like this would have been real eye-opening for a lot of the community. Yeah, yeah. You're not... The, the main premise of the tweet, if you don't start these, the big four, yeah. as we like to call them, um, look, good luck getting them in, really. Yeah, um, it's you Look, you look at that and you think, you, you have to build your team around it. If you can't, clear all your team, start with those four and build it around it. Yeah, because as I far as I'm concerned... I think that's good advice. Yeah. And, and Gorn, Neil and Lloyd, this is just unbelievable, did not get cheaper than 45k off their starting price... That's crazy. Up until round 10 in the last three years. And so, you can't go 10 rounds without them. Yeah. You cannot. Don't it's... go Don't go telling me that you're going to get them for... We, yeah, we, oh, yeah there, was a bit of, there was a bit of talk around, oh, they're more expensive this year, but I just yeah. don't see it. And the thing is, people say, oh, they might get an injury, then their break even so high. Look, Max gone. He's, he's capable of anything. Yeah. Look, oh, like, everyone's entitled to their opinion. Yeah, of course, of course. Start yeah. without them at your own peril. Oh, absolutely, yeah. I won't be. You won't be? No. 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 And, Grundy, and that's our advice. Grundy was the only one I kind of considered leaving out, but I think we've He'll been made to He'll make that out. choice now with Bruce and Marshall out. So... Um, yeah, it's pretty much... That rounds us off for the first up. podcast yeah. of uh, 2021. Just, if you're looking for more content, at percenters underscore one. That's it. Chuck us a follow, chuck us a like. Yep. Um, reply, talk to us, get engaged. Sure. If you want us to talk about something on the podcast, put it in the replies. Um, I'm happy to give some feedback. Absolutely, we'll create tables, we'll yep. create player profiles, anything you like. We're going to get a bit of a segment going as well where we answer some some questions that you guys yep. send through during Absolutely. the week on here. And, and um, yeah, hopefully we have, we're looking to potentially get two podcasts out next week, so yeah, don't we'll, hold us to that, but ideally... No, do hold us to that. We'll, we'll do right, it. Yeah, do yeah. We'll absolutely that. do that. Um, with the Amy Community Series coming up... I it's exciting it's time. Next week. Next week. Yeah, yeah, we're getting to the business end. So. Once we see Pracky Games, there's so much to talk about. Yeah. Look, our podcast the next few weeks are going to be absolutely loaded. All your pre-season needs covered. Gosh, talk yeah. us up. I, I am talking us up because I just... Like, yeah, it'll be fantastic. Um, we're both so excited about it all. Uh, yeah, at percenters underscore one. Uh, yeah. Have a good week, everyone. Great to have you all on board, everyone, and thanks for listening.